right, welcome to Forever Exile, the Path of Exile podcast. I am Justin, a.k.a. Tags. And I'm Tyler, Record of Days. This is episode 83, and today we are joined by the one and only Shaq Central. Thanks for joining us, man. Thank you for having me. I really appreciate it. It's going to be fun. We have a lot to talk about, but for first, a real quick shout out to all our Patreons. Thank you guys for supporting the podcast. If you're curious what our Patreon is, you can find it down below. Biggest thing is you get access to After Dark, which is our podcast after the podcast where we just talk more stuff and things about Path of Exile and life. Yeah, oh. you should be one of those guys like, uh, you know, like at the end of the for a credit card, a credit card <laughs> yeah, like, at the end of the commercial. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It was so smooth. Yeah, I, I, I don't think was, I messed up on too good. many words. So I kept waiting for you to trip up and you just never do. Nope, I don't. Uh, and if I did, I'd edit it out. No one would hear it anyway. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, man, thanks so much for taking some time to join us. Very much. Yeah. Thank you. Late I, for you, I a little bit late. It. It's it, this is uh no, this, this is like, I'm just getting ramped up now. Yeah. All yeah. you Eastern people. What is it? Tw- it's 1130 for you? Justin, uh, Sometimes it's three. Sometimes it's four. Yeah. No, it's uh 1030. So this is, you know, this is when the strong New York coffee kicks in. Yeah, yeah uh, that's right. Yeah. All right, so I first question I just need to know what's the where's the name come from? Shack okay, Central. Okay, so uh, the first part is part of my last name, which which fits me perfectly playing basketball growing up. Everybody just called me Shack because I was a center anyway. And then uh, I spent way too long coming up with like a way to integrate that into a name. I came up with a few other ideas when I first wanted to start streaming, and all of them were like taken on a different social media. And I spent a solid week kind of sorting out different names and making sure that they were available literally everywhere. That's hard. Hey, that's a hard process. It was really difficult, like surprisingly difficult. So, so growing up and if you played like games online or whatever, would you have used just Shaq? So for a long time I went with, I, I tried to do Shacker. So for a long time, like my PlayStation profile, I think is still, it's like S H A K K E R. And it just, everyone would say shaker. And I got so, it, it, I just couldn't <laughs> handle it anymore. So, Okay, so you mentioned basketball. I actually, we were gonna, I was gonna ask you about this later, but I'm kind of curious. First up, oh man, whatever's <laughs> happening to your Discord, my favorite thing ever. I'm keeping that part in. Uh, so you played center in high school? So yeah, it was that weird thing where like I was the tallest kid on the team, but I, I by far put in the most. I was, I'm a very obsessive person that kind of leads into, you know, the whole POE thing. So I would spend so much time in the gym that I would just alternate between I was pretty much the center on defense, like the anchor in in, uh, in the middle of our zone, and then I'd flip around and play point guard on offense. So that was pretty much the thing. How tall? Uh, like six two. I'm, so I'm six two. I am the shortest uh, male in my family, which is very depressing now. <laughs> well, yeah. it's still six two. It's fine. Yeah, exactly. It's better than Ty's five six. Five ten and a half. Thank you very much. <laughs> jerks so uh, how long did you play basketball a very long time so, like i started really young because uh my grandpa actually ran sports leagues in our in our area my grandpa's like the, the sports king he has leagues for like all different sports he started for for little kids here so i started playing when i was really young went and played through high school went to college to try to play and the second practice of my college career without without getting too much into the details i basically snapped my shoulder had to get had to get the shoulder rebuilt and after that went and played i played a little bit in community college but that was kind of a big that was uh, really disappointing like that was your playing, deal at, playing at a pretty high level and then just instantly it was like it, i just shredded it i mean tore like everything so it is what it is but it, it led to me playing a lot more video games so i guess it's worked out what were you in college for 
Uh, so I, I started out in uh, like physical education and really quickly realized I really liked uh, teaching and communication, which, you know, surprise, surprise where I am now. I, so I ended up doing like a combination of like history and, and uh, a little bit of focus in like public speaking, things like that. So, And so your injury, was it just like a chance thing or was it so like I was running, I was running on a fast break and a guy passed to me and his pass was behind me. And I tried to basically like, you know, grab it behind me and kind of just spin as I caught it. And as I went, reached out to grab it, a guy like the defender was running at me to try to pick off the pass and he caught my arm going full speed that way. And it just ripped like the labor, you know, like when someone gives you like yep. a shoulder rub, that muscle like ripped in half. So it was really bad. Hmm. You know. Any, any like long term from that now? Can you only move it so much? Or? I have limited range of motion a, a little bit, but I'm a le- like it was nice in the sense that I'm a lefty, so it doesn't affect my shot. It affects a little bit of like, you know, layups and stuff like that uh, on the right side, but it is what it is. What, what else do you like to do? I mean, basketball, dream about basketball, cry about basketball. What else? It's, that's a lot of it, honestly. Um, <laughs> you know, it's, I, I'm like a very, I, I have very few hobbies because I get really, really into whatever I'm into. So, the the biggest two are like basketball and and poe but on the whole it's like you know it's, it's family family time i try to spend as much time with my kids as i can and uh we do a lot of board we're, we're a big gaming family in general we play a lot of board yeah. games we do a lot of outside we just we just uh built a, a basketball hoop outside so built get the not kids bought started like like so bought from from dick sporting goods bought but like a big one like we we had one that um we had one that kind of it was made for kids and it really got beat up last year. So this year we're like, we're getting a good one that's going to last like, you know, the glass backboard, that whole thing. So that took days to set up. Hmm. I like it. It's going to last a long time. It's better than anything I had as a kid. How many kids do you have? So we have, I, I really, I, I love saying this because it kind of cracks people up. Currently we have five, but we, because we do uh, foster care. Nice. So we have four of our own and then we've had as many as two, two others. And right now we have uh, one girl, so. Five wow. at the moment. Full house. Yeah. Good yeah. for you. And they all like basketball, right? They have to? They, yeah, for the most part, yeah. Like our, our kids, it's it's funny how much, even at a young age, I can see the five of them having different skills. Like my son is just a dribbling wit. I've never seen a, he's five years old. He's going behind his back. He's going between his legs. My daughter's a solid shot. So yeah, they're all like kind of at different levels, but we'll see. I just, I got my starting five now. That's all I need. <laughs> Who do they pretend to be? Shaq? So, they really like, they really like Trey Young. They they like any they like watching shots go in from a, a very far distance. So they like they like Steph Curry. They like Trey Young. They like I'm trying to get them. I'm like, I'm like creepily obsessed with Luka Doncic. So I, I love him so much, and I'm I'm trying to get them to watch his highlights and appreciate him. But I think they're about ten years away from probably appreciating what what Luka does. But you know, and so it's Poe that takes all your spare time after basketball, hey, and family time. It's just Poe. Yeah, it's uh, yeah, that's that's pretty much it. It it was uh, it's been a slow build to the point where I'm just anytime I want to play another game, I'm like, yeah, but I could play Pathway. Like I could get stuff done. Totally. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So before we get into Poe, what's a typical day like for you? Sure. Massive family, Poe, yeah. basketball in the brain. What do you do? So so like I said, because I'm a late night person, my day starts off pretty much late in every aspect. I like I wake up later than I should. Um, I get to work later than I should, <laughs> but, um, I've kind of worked it out. The The guy that I work mainly with is, uh, is a military veteran who's up very early. So we've kind of come up with a system so we can cover like a little bit. He's in a little bit before the normal start. I'm in a little bit after, and then I stay a little bit afterwards. So 
it, it kind of works out work-wise, but I have a nine to five, theoretically. We just had like a big crisis last week, so we've all worked like 80 hours in the last week, but dang, typically, typically a solid nine to five. And then uh, I try to, I just, I have to be very structured because I'm, because I'm trying to get specific things done and I have, a, I, I, tr- I take on more than I should. I've kind of reached the point where I have to be super, super structured. So my days, some people might think it's boring, but I like, I do the same thing almost every day because that's how I get my stuff done. So like I come, I'm fortunate enough that I work, we have like two of our buildings, our company are like three blocks apart and I live directly in the middle of those. So my commute is like 30 seconds. So that makes it really, really nice. I go, I go home on lunch. I try to get either POE stuff done or work stuff done. And then after work, I go to the gym right away, get back and, uh, we do family stuff till bedtime pretty much. Wow. Yeah. Nice. Feel free not to answer, but what was life like for you before POE? this this current routine so we we uh i've been playing since like open open beta and obviously not doing like no content creation anything like that but before i got into like poe content i just i was into uh magic the gathering pretty heavily i was like a tournament player there i was going up and down the east coast going to tournaments there and then once that kind of once i reached the point where i was like i don't want to track like i I don't want to take weekend entire weekends and not see my kids all that stuff I, I was like, oh, well, Hearthstone is another great like tournament game, very competitive game. So I would started, that was like the first main thing that I streamed was Hearthstone because I could just do it. You know, I could sit right here, stream it, play in tournaments, try to get to Legend, all that. So I just, I, if it's not clear already, I, I have a tough time doing anything that's not either like content oriented or like competitive. That's like always my, my thing. It's a very, it's my, my whole family's thing. It's very high drive to, just get stuff done. Like, I don't really like playing a game if I'm not making content for it. I get really bored easily of like, uh, like regular action games and stuff. Cause I'm like, I want to put stuff out. So it's always been content driven. Anyway, let's get into path of XL then. So you're playing magic, the gathering. What's the, what's the switch? How do you get into POE? So a lot of it was that, that travel time, like realizing that I, I had played POE like on and off since open beta. Um, it was really, really cool. And then when you started getting into like the late, uh, like two dot, whatever patches, the early, like three dot, whatever patches, um, and like essence league and breach and all that, I started to be like, well, this is like, I'm, I'm putting more time into this because it's really enjoyable. I started, you know, all the other games started to like fade away. I was like, I, I wasn't that interested in, in regular RPGs, like Skyrim, stuff like that anymore. And when I reached the point with magic where it was like, if I want to do anything with this, I have to be like literally all over the country. It just didn't, it just didn't, it lost a lot of its appeal. I had one tournament in particular where I was like, it was basically finishing the top, I think four of this tournament and you're on the pro tour. And I played against a professional player whose articles I read like weekly. And I got some of the word, like borderline statistically impossible bad luck. And after that, I was just like, I'm done. Like I, the whole family and I had gone to Pittsburgh for the weekend. And then the, the best day of the weekend on Saturday when the weather was beautiful and all that, I was just in a card shop playing games and then i got absolutely nothing out of it because i just got hosed on on some rng and i was like no i'm done did you get into poe with anyone else like did you start playing it just on your own or were there other people you knew playing it yeah i we had a tight group of like it's funny i I started playing with my cousin and then my cousin had a group of friends of his from high school so my cousin's like three four years older than me and he lived about an hour and a half two hours away he had his group of friends from high school that I had only ever talked to through, I mean, at the time, I think it was TeamSpeak we were using. There was another one too. I can't remember the name, but just before, long before Discord. And Mumble. we would play like, yeah, something like that. Yeah. 
Uh, we would play like League of Legends together. We played uh, all kinds of games like that together, like MOBAs and, and just any team game. And then for a while, we played Party Play in, in PoE, which you know has had like its ups and downs in terms of how, how much fun it is. Uh, but that was back when, like, I remember when when Kriparian was trying to become, like, the first level 100 guy and that really, really famous clip of him, like, dying to the dead and eight dead when he was at, like, level 98 and stuff. And that was, like, we all, I remember sending that clip around to all of us and being, like, we could be this group. Like, we got to play. Like, like it's good. they look like they're having so much fun. And so we all played, and the majority of them have, like, fallen off over the years for various reasons. But I still regularly play with my actual cousin. He's usually, if I'm playing in trade league, we'll league start together usually. This league was a little bit different. We were so prepared, and then neither of us could get in. But uh, yeah, we we still play a lot together. Actually, I think he's pretty much the only the two of us basically are our own guild because no, none of the other guild members play anymore. And so, what's the tie-in? You said you really like competitive gaming, right? That was your thing. And so, what's the tie-in to Poe? Where do you find your competitiveness in in this? That's that's a really good question. So I I was I've been thinking about this because of part of the discussion I had with a, another person earlier this week. And I realized that the competitive side has transitioned into like, I don't know how to, like the, like a teaching kind of role. Teaching sounds weird. Like I don't know more about PoE than a lot of other people, but because uh, the guide and all that have been focused so much toward new players, I've discovered that like that is something I'm it just, I have a passion for it that I did not know that I had until I started getting comments in the, in the guide of new people being like, Hey, I've never made it out of the campaign, and now I'm like, I fought, I fought Shaper for the first time, and I didn't beat him, but I fought him, and I was like, that's amazing. And then dozens of those comments happened. Like the first league that the guide was up, it was uh, uh, Legion League because I made it in the, at the end of Synthesis because I was I was just done with Synthesis, and I made it. At, uh, so going into Legion League, everybody was like, oh yeah, I went in, I did like a I did like a five way, and I didn't get that many kills, but I unlocked my map device, and so I started getting comments like that of people who were taking the build and getting further than they ever had before. And just something clicked and I was like, oh yeah, this is what I want to do. Like, this is, that's, that's still the coolest thing. Like I still get, I still get like, I don't know, kind of almost like shivers when someone will come into like the stream and be like, hey, I just uh, fought the Maven and I've never like made it past uh, Kataba before. And it's just like, that's the best. So it's transitioned into like a helping community role. Awesome. Good for you. Now, how long you've been playing PoE before you started writing your guide? I played like there were there were a lot of times when I would take like maybe three six month breaks. I think there was one time when I didn't play for like a year and a half, and then I came back to it, and I was like, "Oh, I'm." I had that moment. I think it was Breach League where I had not played in like a year and a half. I came back, essences were in the game, and then Breach League was insane. And I had a moment where I was like, "I'm going to be playing this game as long as it's out." Like this, it's just unless they like completely just destroy what they have now. Like I'm, I'm not going to stop playing. And so it was Breach League when I got really, really back into it. And then I was super all in on, on Delve League. Those were, those were the two big ones for me. It was Bre- Breach and Delve got me to be like, this is the best game that's ever been made. Huh, that's pretty cool. But your account creation sounds like it was quite a while ago. Yeah, yeah. Playing kind of off and on since open beta. Still, yeah, there's like all these fun memories you have like over the years of, and you look back and you're like, oh, that build was terrible or like that, that content is so different now. But it's always been just the options are just the sheer amount of options that's that's why a lot of people don't play and i get that a lot and that's like that has literally been my main focus for like the last year of my life is like how do you get people past that hurdle but the sheer amount of options are just blow my mind all the time and so when did you what was the league you started writing your guide do you remember the first league yeah i remember why too i remember it because 
Synthesis League was the league that almost made me change all of that and be like, maybe this game is going in a direction I don't like. So Synthesis came out and we had like, we had family stuff going on at the time. So I wasn't able to play as much like from the beginning and trying to get into Synthesis League after it's been out for a while was just not, it's not possible. Like it's just, even for a player who played a long time, it was the most complicated league and I didn't really like this. That's the one league mechanic that I can look back on and be like, I don't, I don't, I didn't like that at all. And so the timing was just weird. And so I decided I like, I want to, I wanted to start writing just something. I actually started the, the vortex guide started as like a character journal because I was like, I want to do, I had heard people doing uh, this SSF thing where people were, there was a guy that had been for years documenting his character and no one even believed him because he was like, I made all this gear myself. I found all this gear myself. He was the first like documented SSF player and I was reading his stuff and I was like, that would be so cool. Like I loved reading. I just, I ate it up. And so I was like, I'm going to do that. And I was looking for different builds. I started writing out like just character progression. It was like, okay, I was using this skill until I got through, through act three. And at that time there were three different difficulties. Was there yet? I, I don't remember it, uh, where they were at that point, but I started doing the, uh, basically just writing out what I had done with the character. And then the build came together, like it just clicked. And all of a sudden I was just crushing everything. And I was like, well, this is like a legit, like this is, a, this is an actual build. And I looked up, there were a couple people that had thrown together like little guides uh, for it. And there was nothing big on the forums or anywhere that I could find. And I was like, all right, I, I basically just had my guide up side by side with Inky's guide. And I was like, how do I make this as close to the, the level of Inky's guide as I possibly can? And so I spent the last month and a half of Synthesis League doing zero league mechanic stuff and just writing a guide and building out a character. <laughs> it takes Were you time. streaming at that point? No. Nope. No. Uh, so I was on a hiatus. I had streamed Hearthstone for a while. And then when I stopped getting into Hearthstone like competitively, I basically was like, I don't know if I'm going to stream anymore. And so I went a while without streaming. And then once the guide was posted, it took off like stupidly fast. I thought something was wrong. I thought like... I don't know. I it was it was very bizarre how fast it took off, which is cool. And I was like, maybe maybe I should like think about you know do, doing something live just so I can interact with people. And that was that was the first time I started thinking about getting back into it and actually streaming Path of Exile. So the guide actually kind of pushed you back into streaming then. Yeah, like just the reaction from people. Yeah, then, or there, what? Were, there were people that were like, hey, if you ever like you know if if you if you ever play this on stream, I'd like to see it. You know, this like little things like that. And after a while, I was like, you know, I. Like, it's not like I'm not going to be playing the game anyway, and I have the camera and the mic and all that from when I was playing Hearthstone, so why not just pop it on a couple times a week? And at first, it was like no schedule, no no consistency, no nothing. And at the time, I had actually gotten, back in 2018, I was playing basketball, and uh, you, you'll, you'll find this out if you get to know me a little bit. I'm very injury prone in basketball, so I was playing in 2018 and uh, tried to block somebody, came down, and I broke my foot in three places. So I went a solid like year and a half, two years where I could not run or even like jog, I couldn't put any weight on the foot almost at all. So coming out of that time was actually right about like October, 2019. That was right about when I, my foot was healing up and I had put on a lot of weight and I was just, I was not healthy. So I would like, I remember times when I would stream and I would be like an hour in and I'd just be falling asleep. Like live on camera you can just if there's like videos of my old streams you just literally watch me just like basically looking through like like closed eye slits and just trying to fake being awake just healthy i wasn't healthy at all 
And so that the guide coming out and, and having people ask me to stream again, kind of pushed me into like also getting back in the gym and getting healthy again, which is, is good. All right. So I, I have to ask because I knew you for a while as just the vortex guy, you had the vortex guide and you, you stream vortex. What, what I'm so curious, what, like why vortex, what is it about vortex that just made you go? Yep. That's the one. And then you've really, really hung on to it. I mean, it works for you, which is awesome. But I, what is it about vortex? Why vortex? I, I don't, I don't know if I have a good answer for that. I think part of it is personality. Like I think I like like I mentioned before, I'm a very like when I find something that I like, I don't really let it go. Like that's I mean, I play I play one sport, I play one instrument, I play one game. Like I when I when I get into something, I'm into it. So I was playing it and that was like the thing. I I kind of made it myself. I think at the time Gazzy had just either just put out or just updated a guide for it as well. And so I was looking at his ideas and I was like, I think maybe I can make the, you know, tweak it and make it work a little better for me. And when I realized that it was basically like a melee play style, but one where I had like, I could drop my damage down and like move around. I started learning the boss fights because I remember getting two boss fights before and just getting crushed because I didn't know what I was doing. And so I realized I could like go at the boss, drop all my damage on top of him, and then learn the mechanics of it. And I, I, my knowledge of the game itself like went up immensely. And so I realized it was a really great league starter. I realized how to, I, I, I learned how to make uh, energy shield gear. And so the, at the time, the CI trans, I remember a time when to transition to, to chaos inoculation, you'd probably be looking at spending like 75 or 80 regret orbs because it was just something you do all at once and you had to have all your gear prepped. So once I got the hang of swapping over to, to CI, I was like, okay, I know how to do this. I know how to league start with it. I know how to, to ramp it up and kill bosses with it. And then when I started seeing people that were like, yeah, I'm using this and, and killing bosses too. I was like, okay, so this can be like a, you know, start to finish, like league long build. And it just, I don't, it's, it hasn't gotten boring to me yet because the play style is very active. There's a lot more buttons that you press than most builds press, which sometimes is good. Sometimes is bad. Sometimes I I'll swap in like triggered stuff just so I don't have to press as many buttons. But I, I like the fact that it's very active and it, and it teaches you the game really, really well. So I, I have, still haven't gotten bored of it yet. How awesome was it for your guide when uh, Vortex went instant? It was uh, real nice. <laughs> it was, it was, it was <laughs> real nice. It? At the same time, I will say, over the last couple of months, as the, as the guide has like gone to kind of that next level where it's just like everywhere now, what's been really funny to watch is now it's coming back to bite me because I play Vortex on right click, and I give this example all the time on the stream, but I did not know until it got more popular, like the stream part of it. I did not know how many people use uh, play it on left click because it's instant. You can basically do it just like you would steel skin. Yep. And it is shocking to me how many people play it on left mouse button to the point where it's now a meme. Like in the in like I have channel point rewards that force me to play it on left mouse button for a while. I had a whole emote. Like I've paid money to have an, an emote created that's just a picture of a mouse with a with a red cross through the left mouse button. Like it's, it's become like its own life of its own type of meme. So I act like I hate it a lot more than I really do just because it, it plays up really well. But yeah, it, at some point I might ask them to add a slight cast time to it just to make my life a little bit easier. <laughs> it's nice to, to, to choose when you're placing it though. That's yeah, for sure. That's exactly, exactly. So we didn't actually, we've been talking lots about your guy, but we didn't even give you an opportunity to talk about. Why don't you tell us people that aren't familiar with what your guide is? Why don't you tell them what? what your guide actually is 
what you love about it. Yeah. So what I to to put Vortex like very quickly and very succinctly, it uses cold damage over time. It, it uses two damaging skills. Both of them basically do the same thing. You you hit enemies with like a hit of cold damage over time, and then it leaves behind a circle on the ground that deals like continuous cold damage over time. It doesn't hit continuously, but it deals uh, damage over time. And what makes it so good for new players and for league starting and all that is the the damage part of it is not reliant really on any uniques. So there's no like interactions that you have to have for it to work. There's a there's a variant of the build that requires you to have a certain body armor, but there's no like, you know, the build ceases to work if you don't have this certain ring that interacts with a certain way with a belt or anything. So it just kind of it does its thing. It it does its damage because it leaves pools behind. It's really, really good for learning game mechanics because you can deal damage while you're actively looking at everything else on the screen and sort of realizing, you know, what does this enemy's attack pattern look like? What does this boss's move look like? So it's it's really good for new players. It's very, very easy to build. It has a very smooth progression. And actually, I just put out a, a just spoiler, put out a new uh, path of building update today that makes it so the the transition from life to chaos inoculation, as long as you save up your... Um, your respect points in the campaign. I don't believe you have to spend a single regret orb anymore to go CI. So it's just designed to be as, as new player friendly as possible, but we're also now I'm coming to the other end of it where now I'm satisfied with how easy it is to, to get into the build. And now we're ramping up the end game part of it. So it's just getting like the, the full end game version is just stupidly strong. So it, it can do everything. That's, that's what I really love. It just, there's basically nothing that it can't do and d- does really well. So Endgame's Vortex, CI, Busy Buttons, and your Occultist, I assume? Yep, Occultist, yep. And then uh, at some point, if you're in a trade league, you'll typically uh, transition to from CI to a low-life build with uh, with Shav's wrappings. Especially with the new setups they have, eh? All the new stuff they added? It's, it's silly. Yeah, it's like really, really good. Yeah. Yeah. All right, so uh, is Vortex the only guide that you write? Right, it's the only updated guide. Uh, I, back in, uh, Legion League that, so right after I made the vortex guide, I was like, oh, I gotta make more guides, right? Like you have to make more guides. Um, and so I made, uh, I made a tornado shot guide. Cause like, I remember the Grimro was one of the first like content creators I would seriously watch like constantly. And he was just famous. He would literally always play tornado shot, whatever he, whatever his topic of his video was, it was tornado shot and there was no guide for it. So I made the guide and it worked really, really well. And then within a month, the next league started and they nerfed it, like dead nerfed it. And it was just, it was crazy. And I have not touched it in like two and a half years. Is that like a bitter pants thing? It's like the, so the, um, the intro to the guide, like my, my forward has like the link to the guide and I, I'll get multiple requests a league. I'll get like, uh, DMS on the official website or on discord and stuff and people being like, Hey, can you update that guide? And I'm like, I don't think you understand. It's, there's no <laughs> updating it. Like it's a rewrite from from scratch. Yeah. Outside of when you're playing, obviously Path takes up most of your time. But are there any games you kind of like dabble in, maybe even off stream or? Oh uh, yeah. So there's there's like there's typically like a rotation of one or two that's like a combination of things that I'll do with my kids or that group of friends that we still you know we, we're still pretty tight. We talk like every day. I've, I can hear my phone vibrating every once in a while, and it's them in a Google Hangouts chat. So we'll play like, I, I like Rocket League a lot. It's, it, that's what really satisfies my remaining like competitive itch is uh, I really, really like Rocket League. 
so I, I'll play that, and the kids really like watching that. And like, we'll play Fall Guys and other like PlayStation console games. I think the only game that I have on my phone right now is it's still. I mean, technically it's Hearthstone, but I play Battlegrounds because that game mode is just stupid fun. And we're just a big board game family. Like we have three bookshelves in our living room. You're taught. You just did. You see Justin's face. You're talking to the right people. So you just keep this part when going. I, when I looked behind, when I what I can see behind you right now, I'm just imagining that filled with board games and not what appears. That's to my be other closet. Supplements. Yeah, yeah. We've got hundreds of board games. Right to the point where like we're replacing books on the bookshelves now with more board games and just tossing out books to add games in. So um, we have people over to our house pretty regularly, which has been on hold for a little bit. Um, but we we. We just were a huge board game fan, not just us, but like my extended family. I have a huge, loud, crazy, boisterous family. And we're all just like, when we get together for Christmas, it's like, we, we don't even need open presents. We'll just play board games for like 24 hours straight. It's just what we do. What are the go-to board games? Yeah. So we've reached the point where I have to ask people, what other games do you like? Because we have so many like genres, like I'll, some people, you know, you start them out with the classic, like Settlers of Catan, or you'll start with like a Carcassonne type of game. We started really playing a lot more Cosmic Encounter. That's like super fun. And we've gotten some of the big, like ta- overwhelming table size. Like, I don't know if you ever heard of Scythe. Mm-hmm. Scythe is ludicrous. Uh, we, we, we really like games like that. So uh, we'll play Scythe. And then it's kind of a mix of like D&D, but a Gloomhaven is we played Gloomhaven. mind-blowingly good. Um, mm-hmm. for, my, for my 30th birthday party, my wife was like, we want to plan something to go do. What do you want to do? And I was like, I want to get the group of guys together up where, because they all live like two hours away. I was like, I want to go there and I want to play board games two days in a row. And she was like, oh yeah, that's kind of funny. And I was like, no, I don't think you understand. I want to play board games for two days in a row. <laughs> so we got up there we played Gloomhaven for like 14 hours straight and it was the best day of my life. Yep. That's awesome. I Good love for Gloomhaven. You. Yeah, it's, it's really We are like the type that look at is it at least an hour or two of the time to play? And can you play with at least five or more people? Mm-hmm. Those are like our set things when yep. we're looking for board games. We're really good with our group of getting together and never finishing a game. And it's awesome. We wish we could, but it's never going to happen. I don't know if you're familiar with Tabletop Simulator on Steam, but that's where we started playing. Like I have a Gloomhaven game going on right now because that that's amazing. I have a the game we got going on right now is like a friend down in Long Island, my brother across town from me, and like we can just get anybody in at any time. And that's been a that's been a literal game changer. So I like that one. I heard you talking about um on one of your broadcasts, I don't know, three months ago, two months ago. You're into Last Epoch for a bit. You're talking about maybe even guide writing for that too. Is that something that still interests you, or was that just uh, a moment of time because of the state of the game of P- Poe at the time? Or I would I would say a bit of both. There's there's something that's like inherently really appealing about getting in the ground floor of something. If if you're if you're gonna put out content for it, like being one of the original content people is like an insanely appealing idea. So yeah. from that perspective. I was like, oh yeah, that's that's a thing I could see myself doing, like becoming the the guide per you know, it's if I if you know, if you put out a guide for that, like Inky's guide was put out in 2014. Like that's the type of guide you can have in this game now because it's about to launch. So that being said, the main reason I even moved over there was because I literally couldn't play in Ritual League. The performance was so bad. And I know you've this has been like a thing that I keep hearing repeatedly, you know, the last couple of podcasts because I I do listen every week, spoiler alert. Um, Aww, but Shaq, but like I, every time you guys mention ritual performance, I'm just sitting there like, yep, 
Yep, because I could not play the. I I was actually playing. <laughs> this is the worst league ever to try it in. I decided in three thirteen I was going to play hardcore SSF for the first time. The whole league. <laughs> there's a there's Just a guy. Punishing. Yeah. So I I really like hardcore modes in games like a lot. And okay, you're crazy. Thanks for visiting. <laughs> there's a there's a there's another YouTuber and streamer um named uh lighty and there's like two lighties in the Wee community but there's one that's in the middle of this ongoing challenge he's been doing where he's trying to collect every unique in ssf he wants every one of them and some of them are like borderline impossible to get he's been doing it for about a year and a half now and he still has like i think 10 outside of this league he still has like 10 he hasn't gotten in a year and a half so being the it's it's a probably it's probably not a healthy way to like assess my own ability but i was like oh well the next step of that is logically to do it in hardcore ssf right so i was like i'm gonna do this so (laughs) i made a video about it i was like all right so starting in ritual we're gonna be doing hardcore ssf i'm gonna be focusing everything on collecting every unique i want every unique and then you can so the thumbnail for the last video that i ever put out in that playlist is a thumbnail of my fps just it's just a picture of my fps graph just looking like an ekg so it just was on un- it was absolutely unplayable and that was when i was like okay maybe maybe this is not fixable and maybe last epoch is the the way to go but thankfully my performance i i empathize when i've hear- been hearing you guys talking about performance cuz my performance in 314 it's like a completely different game and no issues yeah. at all what now you, you i mean you've talked about like latching on you know you latch on to sports you latch on to yeah. <laughs> family you latch on to vortex <laughs> and ci but I mean, PoE is like a ginormous game with, as you mentioned, endless options. What are the types of builds and ideas you like always dream about while you're playing your guide, but never get to because, of course, you're a guide writer and you know got to keep it up. What are the kind of the, some of the other ideas you always think about but you never get to? This is where I like I get really jealous of other people because. This is um actually Magic the Gathering is a perfect example of this. So if I can like take a sidetrack. So when I would play Magic, I was I'm a just like I'm a really good Magic player. <laughs> um I was really close <laughs> to I'm really, really good. Like awesome. I was, I'm just I was, gonna dumb it down a bit, <laughs> yeah. but no one's so, better. But like than the me. the thing with being the the reason that I was good in like tournaments is what I was good at was taking existing decks that were good and tweaking them a little bit like making one or two card changes that made a big difference in whatever you know based on my local players all that type of stuff i'm really bad at magic when i have to come up with a deck from scratch that i'm really really bad at that i'm a i'm much more of like a tuner than a theory crafter so i am really jealous of people like my my cousin's a perfect example he has made so many stinking unbelievable builds but he refuses to play vortex. Like he, he comes up with all his own ideas and they're, they're incredible. So he'll like, he'll see an interaction. He'll, he'll read the patch notes and he'll be like, do you see this thing in the patch notes? And I'm, we're talking about two completely different things. He'll talk about a line in it. And even after I read the line in the patch notes, I'm like, okay, I don't, I don't get it. And he's like, well, doesn't this interact with, with this unique like this? And now, you know, I can double my damage. And I'm like, I, I don't know, dude. Like, I, I don't know how this works. So, I'm always really jealous of people that come up. Like whenever I see a new build that just takes over the meta, I'm like, oh, I I would never, I would never have done that. Like I never would have found that. So that's what made Vortex kind of unique was there were a few people playing it and like a minimal guide, and I just took it from there and and ran with it. 
but coming up with new builds and stuff is always the thing where I'm like, I, I wish I had that skill, but I, I don't. And it, it is what it is. I'm, I'm happy for what I am good at, but that's, that's my big like point of jealousy with other people. I can't come up with minion champion builds like some people. Oh, uh, no, sometimes they just don't work though either. <laughs> I was trying to set you up as much as I could. Hey, I'm just, just, a, just a quick question. Uh, your cousin, when you play with him, is he a total, or he or she, total douchebag that you really wish was someone completely oh, different? My like gosh. just anyone? It is unbelievable. I tell him that every day of my life. Not even in <laughs> It's your cousin Justin. I wake up in the morning and I and I go into the hangouts chat we have and I say I wish you were someone else and you were nice to me and then uh, and I say have a good day. Oh man, Every it's morning. like it's like this mirror of alternate realities, but in the same world. That's crazy. Yep. So tears, Ty. Tears. <laughs> just get out of here. Edit yourself up. Get out of here. Nobody's talking to you. So personal goals play the same roughly the same build every league uh what do your personal goals revolve around are they like your personal achievements or are you trying to accomplish something for your guide if they're personal like what do you what are you striving for that's a that's that's a great question um it's like weird because that's not i don't have time <laughs> i don't have time to come up with personal goals for each league and the reason is once like once patch notes day hits it's like uh I feel like I'm in a MacGruber skit from SNL. Like I have, I feel like I have 10 seconds to put out a year's worth of content. So yeah, it's weird because I never think about it at the beginning of each week. And that's honestly, there are a lot of other builds that I would probably, if I didn't have so much stuff to do leading up to launch, I would probably play different league starters each league. But Vortex is great because I don't have to think about it at all. Like I could not play it for six months and league start with it and not have to look at a pass the tree because it's just memorized. So that's part of the reason that I start with it. Even though I've played it a bunch, there are other things that would be really fun to do. But like the second, right, I was literally, I was prepping stuff in Discord until the queue started moving for the league launch this league because there was so, like, there was so much to do. So, um, my one of the few people thankful for the queue. Exactly. I was like, I got in the queue and I was like, I don't know, 17, 18,000. And I was like, oh, I might be able to get everything done now. This is great. Yeah. 4 billion queue later, I was still working on it. But the thing like personally for, for my goals overall is like they stay the same league to league. And that's become the, the overall goal that I have is to make Path of Exile as accessible as I possibly can. That's like, that's, that's the thing that I was kind of talking about that before. Like that's become my, my passion thing is like if 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 someone tries the game and leaves because there's too many options or they're just overwhelmed or they don't like they never get any actual good help that's like a thing where i'm just like oh, i failed like when i go on like the the build subreddit i don't really visit the main subreddit but when i go on the builds subreddit and i see players that are just like i tried this and it didn't work and i'm really frustrated i'm just like that's like give me a hug i got to i got to help like I so my goal is always like to get new players in because there's so once you're in there's so much to do like we have a speed running community that's massive and growing I mean you well, I mean Brittle Knee's on here all the time like you know all about that we've got all these people that put out these incredible private league events like Zizarin does his gauntlet uh, Badger does his private league which is like the most fun I've ever had in a game in my life got like theory crafters you got like item flip you got people that literally can just play economy simulator all day so like there's it's almost impossible if you get far enough in that you won't find something to do but the barrier is just getting in and that's where i'm like that's what my 
my passions for. So that's always my personal goal is just to see more people getting in and, and getting into the game. More content oriented than uh, content. Wait, what did I say? Did I say more content than content? That was beautifully uh, redundant. Yeah. Okay, good. Okay, so let's assume, let's take Ritual out. Let's assume performance is good and league's going fine. Do you find you struggle with burnout as you get further into the league? Like, where does that fall for you? This is like a, a downside and an upside of being as like as uh, focused on things as I get is I just don't like I have trouble identifying with the word burnout. Like I just don't. It's a it's just not a thing that's like been a problem. Like I I don't I don't really burn out. If if anything, I'm like when when people would come in, I, I, I think I had this discussion a couple streams ago where someone came in and they were like, Man, I've done everything on Vortex, and I kind of want to just uh, like start another build, but I'm kind of burnt out, and I might just wait till 3:15. And I'm like, I'm having the most fun I've ever had. Like, ever, just because it's just an ongoing theme. Like, I've never, even in Ritual, I've never been like, I'm not having the most fun I've ever had in Poe because there's just always more stuff to do now because they keep adding more stuff. And I just, I don't know. It, it's a, uh, I don't know if it's like a viewpoint. I don't know if it's just a personality disorder. Like, I just, <laughs> I don't really burn out, but. That's why I don't do things that I don't like. Like, I just, I hate the learning curve of stuff. So that's why I stick with the game. That's why I stick with, you know, basketball, drumming, whatever it is that I like find that I can get good at. So it's drums is your instrument. All right. That's how you take out your aggression. That's why I don't burn out. I hit things like at least once a week. (laughs) Yeah. So do you actually go from uh, league launch to patch notes playing PoE the whole time? I would say like Typically? probably probably two thirds of the leagues I do, and it's as the guide has gotten bigger and bigger that the amount that I like retain into the league has gone up exponentially. So at this point, it's like yeah, I don't I don't really stop playing. Like the last the week or two that I spent on last epoch was the longest I've gone without doing any content or playing in like probably three leagues now. So. Yeah, it's a, I don't always get into the same stuff. Like I played I played the entire uh Heist League and never did any of the unique contracts because I was focused on guide updates for like a solid 2 months and and things like that. So, I don't always do the league content start to finish, but yeah, it's generally generally play start but to But you're finish. in without the burnout. Yeah. Now you mentioned you did Badgers event. You do other events as well? You like the uh, do do you like racing or is it just private leagues or you wish there was more? Yeah, um the the first time that most <laughs> This is really embarrassing, but I'm going to go with it because it's great. Uh, I've come to yeah. love it. So the f- the first time that most people like saw my face on any type of like uh, PoE media was the very first. I don't know. Do, do you know uh, if I say the camel races, do you know what I'm talking about? We've had this conversation. <laughs> <laughs> what, wait, this, what is going back, this, yeah, this is going we, back to the very first time we heard about the camel race. Now, we both did not know that uh, BK was referencing an individual. Yep. We were both trying to figure out how a camel has anything to do with the race. Now, we do, since then, fully understand what the camel races are. (laughs) We were too, I don't know if it was proud or what, but it took us about 20 episodes to ask her what she was actually talking about. I think he's leaned into that fully because his Discord server image is a camel. So, yeah, I think he's, I think he's leaned into that, but. But yeah, so he basically, I, I heard of the, that first time they were going to start organizing those community races, I heard about it through Brittle Knee and, and through, you know, so I went into Camel's stream and I was watching him and then they kind of came out with the rules. Like, if you want to race, this is what you have to do. And I was like, okay, I'm not fast. Like, I'm, I'm pretty fast just from a like experience point of view. 
but I'm not really fast. I'm not racer fast. But they said, if you can get one of the racers to vouch for you, you can get in. And I was like, oh, well, I know some of the racers. And so I went over, I went over to Somad's stream and I was like, hey, are you racing? And he was like, yeah. And I said, any chance you'd vouch for me so I could race? And he goes, yeah, absolutely. I'll vouch for you. And he went right in and vouched for me. And they were like, oh, okay, so you're in. And I'm sitting here like, that was when Ty23 was still racing and he had all the world records. Dead and Doom was racing. And Ty Ty had just, I think Ty Ty had just started. And so the race starts and I'm like, people are killing Kataba and I'm in like starting act seven. And I'm like, I'm doing real good. And, but, but that was the race that they added. I think the very first race they had a, I think it was like, I think they had damage mods on it and, and a couple. So it was really, really rippy and everyone was pushing each other. So as I'm playing, I'm way behind, but people are starting to die and I'm moving up spots just because people are dying and I'm passing them slowly. And so I make it to Katava in Act 10. I'm like six and a half hours, right? It's like, it's, I try to always remember this. This is again, the thing that like, I'm always keeping in mind because of the new player thing. That's really, really fast compared to like 95% of people. But when you're racing against a hundred other people that are the fastest hundred in the game, it's a hundred and first place. So I make it to Katava six and a half hours in. I don't, I don't have my contacts in anymore. I've got glasses on. I'm exhausted. I had worked a full day. Everyone else had been like racing that morning to prep. I had worked a full day. I raced and I had a moment of panic and Katava like does his little area flame breath thing. And I know that there's a spot to stand on where it looks like it would hit me, but it won't. And I panic and I'm like, it's going to hit me. So I start flame dashing around the arena like a crazy person and I die in just the most embarrassing death of all time. I tried to hit my logout macro and I hit the, the F key right next to it like 12 times. So all you see as I'm dying is a pop-up on the window going, 50 monsters remaining, 50 monsters remaining, like endlessly, because I'm just trying to log out. <laughs> and I just, I'm just like slouched in my chair. And so, of course, the rip clip goes up and it gets shared around thousands of times. And I was like, okay, so maybe racing is not for me. No, my forte. But like community events are definitely for me. Six and a half and, hours is like eight times faster than me. Well. And I'm fast. Uh, one of those statements is true. But yeah, I, I, I've discovered a big passion for things like Badger's events, again, where it's like community focus. They, there's so much like new player focused stuff in there where people are just, the teams get divided up and they go, okay, if you're a new player and you need help, ask this person, do this, post this here. And uh, just that general atmosphere of like everyone sharing the loot, helping new players is just awesome. Like I love those. All right. So looking back at since you started playing... Uh, I feel like I want to take synthesis out because that's almost too obvious. But what was your favorite and least favorite league? Because I feel like we already know synthesis probably is up there as your least. It's it's up there. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, Maybe something that's close to it. Maybe. Yeah. Something other than synthesis is your worst and then whatever the best. You're not allowed to have the favorite. Yeah. Or the, the worst that you've already said. Nah, it's too, too easy. I had. And this again is like it's performance based, but I had so many issues with delirium. When it, I really liked, I, I found myself so conflicted during Delirium because I loved how difficult it was, but I felt like that difficulty was artificial because I couldn't see anything at all. It was the grayest gray of all. It was like, it was like, it felt like I set a Word document to have like a black background and black text. And I was just trying to figure out what I was typing. Like I couldn't see anything and the performance was so bad. It was like the moments of clarity you got, you would just be dropping to five, six FPS. That was the even worse performance overall than Ritual League for me. So I had that, that combination of 
couldn't see anything, couldn't click anything, and Delirium was really rough. And it made me more sad because I really liked what it was as a league. Like, I really liked how difficult it was, how you could um, you know, see the rewards stacking up so you knew, like, is this going to be worth it or not? And maybe I'll just cancel it. I really like the Similac. Similacrum is still awesome. I love that. I love going into... I think it's still... I think it's the coolest like repurposing of areas and things in the game because you're in the towns fighting. Like no, nothing else in the game makes you feel like as immersed to me as a simulacrum. I, well, I don't know. That's I, a good point. I really like simulacrums. So the league made it hurt even worse when I couldn't I just couldn't play it. And best by a mile. Okay, this isn't a league, so bear with me. The endless delve event is the single greatest week that there's ever been in a video game. <laughs> delve oh, cool. is my favorite thing in the whole game it, it's it was my favorite league it's always been my favorite thing and i don't even do it like i don't even do it that much the the deepest i've ever been is like 1500 it's always with vortex that's, like i don't play deep delve builds that's it well, oh it, man okay. oh that's a, oh, <laughs> okay. no no you so i really just, like delve. hang on hang on hang on yeah. just what's your deepest like seven thousand. Yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah maybe 300 three or four hundred <laughs> so you're in good company. Okay, Let's fair just enough. say that. 1500 is fantastic. Fair enough. Go ahead. So Go I, ahead. Sorry. I just it. loved the, the whole time you're playing Delve League, the only feedback we had that was even remotely negative was why, why is there a cap on how often we can do this? And the endless Delve, and I get why there's like a cap in the main game, but the endless Delve event was not only was there no cap, but it was like the purest form of like a throwback to trading and crafting because you couldn't leave. I don't know if you guys played that event at all. Yep. You couldn't leave. So there was no like shenanigans with beast crafting. There was no, there wasn't even your own crafting bench. It felt like we were playing a super polished, like 1.0 version, but also getting to do all the Dell stuff. So like that to me was the most fun, pure path of exile playing ever. I think everyone did more. If you played there, you were just doing more playing than normal because you weren't spending all the time that a lot of players would spend in their hideouts. It was just, it was the best. It, I've, it was. I, I miss it all the time. Uber Lab was yep. the best part. It was exactly. amazing. Yep. Yep. Getting your, getting your ascendancies through Delve Depth was like mind-blowing. I concur. Good answers. How about uh, getting into some wishes? What are some of the things you wished were in the game or suggestions you might have? Any, uh, I don't know, gems you wish showed up as maybe a quest reward or something? Okay. I'm, I'm putting this out to Bex and Chris Wilson <laughs> because I've been asking for it for years. Some of my highest upvoted posts ever on Reddit are asking for this. I have one wish and it's so stinking simple. I just want the witch to be offered Vortex for free as a quest reward. You have to pay for Vortex still. When you, when you kill Gravisius, right? Gravi I, I think that's how you pronounce it. I'm so yeah, bad at the pronunciation. The level 28 yeah. optional boss. I just learned like three, three right? days or like three, like maybe a week ago that uh, Tane is actually Tane. Like I'm, I'm bad at all that. So. What? Yeah. Yes. Tane? Yes. I spent an entire stream doing investigative work on that. Huh. So, Yeah. So when you kill Gravisius, that's when you unlock the like ability to buy Vortex. But when you come back and you get the, offered like that reward where there's literally 15 gems. I think it's the single most gems you're ever offered at one point for a quest reward. Vortex is not in there as a witch. Huh. You I have to go spend a chance What do you normally take? 
Uh, normally, I take like uh, some inspectors and I'll just level it because it's easy to sell for a few chaos. But there's nothing in there that's valuable for the build either. It's just you have to spend a chance orb. And sometimes it's really hard to get a chance orb that early. Yeah. And the other issue is, so it gets even worse because your best, uh, your best support for, well, one of your best supports is hypothermia, which you have to go do the library quest for and then spend two more, two more chances for because you need one for Vortex and Cold Snap. And you have to spend chances on like things like second win, like basically all the good 28 and 31 support gems cost chance orbs. And you also have to spend one on Vortex and it's freaking rough. Is Vortex offered for any of the classes? Nope. It's huh. a buy only gem. It makes no sense. Every single league. I got to the point of this league where I was posting like the Bernie Sanders meme where I was like, I am once again asking for <laughs> the witch to give Vortex as a quest reward. Uh, it's just... So that's like my actual wish to to go in the game is I just want I just that want is that such one a simple change. wish. It's so such small. a simple wish. It's so small. <laughs> I had like my breakout moment a couple weeks ago when Bex followed me on Twitter. So I think I'm think I'm gonna get it done now. I think I gotta. Nice. You made it's it. Come. I did exactly. You made it. So now now she she made the mistake of giving me that direct line. So <laughs> you can hit that little this message. Is, this is now. on her now. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. You have a weekly reminder. Exactly. That's awesome. Pumping out the same message. That's crazy. Other, other than that, like on a more general game wide thing, that's not very selfish. Th just like any any integration of that third party stuff. Really, like we were we were talking about. Um, I, I had this talk with I can't remember who it was. I was sitting in a stream earlier. I think it was Catmaster. We were talking about ways to get like better crafting so you don't accidentally roll over something. Like if you're crafting the, in the way that six links stop when you hit a six link, Tyler, that's like when when you use uh, orbs of like fusings, you would like if you. So if you get six links, it'll stop rolling. Um, I'm sure oh, that's amazing. Okay, go on, so, go on. Okay, so so wait, you're telling me it you keeps going after four? Six yeah. So if you hit a six link, right, it stops. And what would be amazing would be like. If I'm going to roll, let's say a wand, right? And I want to alt spam a wand until I hit cold damage over time multiplier. Why can't there be in my crafting bench a drop down where it says, what mod are you looking for? And I select cold dot multi and I can just spam click away. It doesn't reduce like the whole, that whole joke about weight. It doesn't reduce any of the weight because I still have to click. But when it hits that mod, it stops rolling. That way I can't accidentally roll over it. And that lets you, st you're still clicking the same amount of times, but it's just that those little tiny bits of quality of life that would make people just lose their minds. I would, I would love that. So yeah, that would be awesome. A lot awesome. of clicking, a lot of clicking. Yeah. That's one of those ones where I'm like, I'm not even asking to reduce the clicking. I'm just asking to reduce the chance that I'm going to click uh, a thousand over times something. and then click yeah. over it. Yeah. Yep. Oh, that would be awesome. Just briefly want to talk a little bit about 314, just your overall thoughts on it. We'll probably talk about it more in After Dark, but what, uh, what are your thoughts sort of on the, the league and then the core changes for 314? So because, because of the new player focus that I have like constantly, I, I, f I really enjoy watching videos of like the, the super like zoom, zoom farming, crazy delirious stuff. Like all the, all the YouTubers that do like the insane farming, I think it makes it more enjoyable for me to watch because that's not my focus. And so I also get a weird enjoyment out of seeing people complain that they've like, like there's not enough for, there's so much stuff in the end game. And so, like, when I see people that are like, oh, well, ultimatums kind of cap out and, you know, I'm only, you know, the most you can expect to make in an ultimatum if you invest high is like, you know, 25, 50 C a map. And I'm like, this is not enough. And I'm like, okay, mm -hmm. calm down. I, I really enjoy <laughs> the ultimatums. I, 
I, I joke a lot that I don't even mind the stone circles just because it riles people up. But like I'm moving anyway in Vortex. Like if you stop moving, you're dead. So just because that's, you know, you're playing in melee range. So I, I really enjoy being able to see what's coming up, make an informed decision, and then live with my actions if I die. Like that's, that's what I really enjoyed about um, Heist, except for like the random like doors opening one shots. That's one thing I really liked about Heist and to a certain extent about Ritual was like the idea of choice and like pushing a little bit further for a little bit better rewards. So the the idea is really appealing and I know that some people are still having like performance issues and I really empathize with them because I it fixed a lot of the ritual issues for me. So I've been having an absolute blast. I, I really just have had a lot of fun and I will say that I'm not the fastest mapper in the world. Like I'm not, I'm not super efficient. A lot of that is because I spend time talking to people a lot on stream. I'm, a, I'm much more efficient when the camera's off, but the spawn rate of the trial master is for me almost, almost dead. Exactly. Uh, one in every 50, like tier 14s and like one in every hundred, like what is it? 11, 11 to 13s. The spawn rate is almost dead on, but I, I do wish that there was a way to like, I think, Oh, I posted a response in the, in the last, uh, I put this on Twitter after you guys last episode, I, I said, I had some thoughts on just a, a small way to make the trial master fight better. Like, if you complete an ultimatum, if you just get through whatever, however many ways he offers, wouldn't it be nice if he like dropped a, like a ticket or like a, some sort of like thing where if you complete the ultimatum, you get a ticket and it costs, let's, let's say it costs a hundred tickets to fight him. So in a tier 14 through 16, he'll drop you two tickets if you complete the ultimatum. And in an 11 through 13, he'll drop you one ticket. So you're never going to run into that issue where you're asking for them to stack because you're only dropping one or two at a time. But if you want to go out and if you want to just uh, farm a bunch of trial master fights, you can go out and buy tickets from other players that aren't going to use them. Because there's plenty of people that click decline every time they'll see him because their build can't handle it or they don't want to uh, pass up on their rewards. And that way it lets you have, you know, you're making progress toward the fight. Like you get that little bit of satisfaction of like, I'm a 50th of the way there. And at the same time, if I'm like, if I got 40 out of 50, if I get to the end of a stream one night and I'm at 45 out of 50 tickets, I just go buy f- five tickets and end the stream with a trial master. I don't really see how that could possibly be bad. I don't know. There's, oh, there's definitely a way it could probably be abused and be bad, but... I don't like any boss based on RNG. Exactly. I just don't. Not a fan. Yep. And they just added splinters for a different boss. Who did they just add splinters for? Uh, Harvest. Yep, right, right, right. Yep. People were really excited about yep. that. And then they go the opposite direction for 314. Yeah, I just don't know why... Like. I know this isn't the the feeling, but what it feels like is the you just you don't want people to see your new endgame. Like if I was gonna make a boss, I'd be like, oh, I want people fighting him like every twenty minutes, which I get. Yeah. You know, I I just that that part is strange to me, but I hesitate because I'm not. You know, I've helped develop a board game before. I know what goes into development, and there's so many issues that you don't think of until it's like shipped and out the door. And so I try to be really, really hesitant, particularly anytime. You know, I'm like live on stream or maybe like recording a podcast. I try to be very careful about what I say that could be construed as like harsh criticism when it's really not. It's just, hey, here's an idea I had that might make it a little bit smoother. What do you uh, what do you think of the core changes they did with 314 with regards to all the league stuff and making the items more specific to them? I loved I, th- I think there's a clip out there somewhere of me freaking out in happiness when I read that. Just the idea of like it should always be it, it makes sense. It should always be the best way to get something is to run the content that it came from. Like that's, 
that's a, such a basic idea. It shouldn't almost not need to be said, but I can also understand how in 14 patches just since 3.0 released, it, it's so easy to get away from it. So to see them like make a conscious, like, oh, we recognize this, that, you know, the best way to get almost anything is to do not the content that it comes from. And so to, to push back and try to make that, to try to correct that, I think is a really, really good move. And I really like that. It's had varying degrees of success, but I really like the, the fact that they said it, put it in the patch notes, they made a change for it shows like a lot of, yeah, I really like the fact that they acknowledged it. How about in general, like where POE is at? Uh, obviously, if I asked you last league, it wouldn't have been a very positive comment, but they seem to have redeemed themselves in your eyes with 314 in a lot of different ways. Uh, are you happy with where POE is at or is there, are you okay with the product you've been given if you were to start off today, I guess? I struggle with that question a lot. Yeah, that's a overall like I I love the game. And it's weird because I think that sometimes sometimes loving something too much is like, you know, that you overlook some flaws, which that's the thing. They've built up so much goodwill over the last 7-8 years of my life that I'm willing to give them so much more slack than I would will, uh give something like Last Epoch. So, you know, if, if Wilson's a great example. We were oh, we were hyped for Wilson to come out. I was like we we got all the guys that had fallen off of playing PoE, all those friends from uh, that I play games with. We all got in. We were gonna play together. We were gonna, you know, we made all these plans, and then the game was down for like forty hours on the launch weekend. I've never I uninstalled it during the time it was down. And I've never reinstalled it because they didn't have anything built up there for me to be like, well, I'll give you another chance. Whereas, you know, three three fourteen launch happened, and twelve hours later, I was like, well, I hope they fix it because I really really want to play. So they've built up that goodwill. So some of that stuff is like, you know, it's, 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 it feels like it's like a family member. You're like, I'll, you know, I'll give you a pass, but you know, maybe, maybe try to learn from your mistakes. But I, I like overall, I, I like where it is in terms of there's so many options. There's so much to do. I know people were upset with nurse and stuff, but I'm, a, I'm on the opposite end. I, I, I not full opposite, but I think that curtailing power creep is never going to be popular because you're always curtailing someone else's builds and stuff. But it's so important for the health of the game long term. And I get that sometimes you just got to bite the bullet and be like, we have a lot of things that need to change. Let's get them all done now. And, you know, it's not like they were not expecting people to be, you know, have have criticism of it. So I I, I think the game's in a in a decent state right now. I think it's in a bit of a holding pattern uh, because so much is being put into PoE2. It's not an avoidable. It's it's an unavoidable problem. Like, do you want to release PoE2 or not? And they've clearly chosen yes, which is the, you know, that's the, that's the call to make, but it means that there's less resources overall for, you know, POE one right now. So it is what it is there. There's definitely things that I'd like to, I'd like to think if I was like in charge, I would want to change. But again, if I think if I was in charge, POE would not be anywhere near what it is right now. So that's that thing you try to keep in mind, right? I was going to ask you if there were any old builds you you miss or can't play anymore, but I think this is just where we throw in like tornado shot and then not any any others. I got one back. So here's the thing with tornado shot: like I made the guide for it because I enjoyed it. Even my enjoyment of it fell off really quickly because I don't. I, I realized this through through vortex. One of the things that maybe I should have put this in the beginning in my little vortex pitch. I really really dislike having to having to do anything related to like weapon swapping for bosses, gem swapping, um, anything that like is just super, super, super fast, but then can't deal with single target. I, I'm not, I'm not a fan of that. It, it really frustrates me after a while. And the old tornado shot was a lot like that. 
and that got really old really fast. But my like my true love in Poe, but the, my all time favorite thing that I've ever done was back before they even had Act Four through Ten. There was a time, it's it's, it's legend at this point. There was a time at which uh, Vol skills had no cooldown, and they could recharge essentially recharge themselves with the kills that they got from using the Vol skill. So there was about a six month period where I spent the majority of my PoE time going into Dried Lake in Merciless and running Volspark. And it was the most fun I've ever had in a video game because you would, you would have to kill like the first two packs with a regular Spark, and you would be using Call of the Brotherhoods to convert your lightning damage to cold and, and shatter everything. And as soon as your Volspark filled up for the first time, it was literally, a, it, it, you felt like you were playing a controlled flicker strike. You would hit Volspark, the spiders would come out in the hundreds. They would go all over the map. They would shatter everything and they would refill Vol Spark with their own kills. It was the dumbest thing I've ever played. You could clear a merciless lake, uh, dried lake in about 25 seconds. And it was, it was just, it was ludicrous. Used to be awesome for magic finding in there. It was very, very broken, very dumb, but that's the most fun I've ever had. All right. So 314, we're like, maybe halfway ish any thoughts it's pretty hard but any thoughts for 315 or what you'd like to see or where you want them to hopefully go this is like the similar to how i feel about uh league starts in general where i just feel like i never have enough time anytime people start talking about the next league i'm always like you sure you don't want to like maybe test out another month or two like push it out a little i got so much stuff to do i like i have this constantly i had to i had to actually make a legitimate to-do list in google drive because just so much stuff going on, which is good. You know, I don't have I'm nowhere near getting like, you know, editors for myself or anything like that. So it's all manual processes. So I'm always, I'm always excited for what's going to come out. I get as hyped as anyone else when I see like the, the launches and, and the announcements. I really miss already. It's only been like two leagues. I really, really miss uh, like Beck's spoiler season. That was like, that was something that the group of us friends. So that, that was the one part of POE that all of our friends that have like fallen off would get back into. They, they didn't care about the actual league. They would lose their minds about Bex's spoilers. We would have a daily, like anytime she tweeted for like a month before the, the new league, anytime she tweeted, we'd be posting it in the Hangouts chat. We'd be analyzing it. We'd have that, you know, that whole list of like metal band names that they were talking about where they'd pull the, the league off the list of names. We had an ongoing updated sheet with the names that they had used crossed out. We were like, and at, at one point we, we did a, we made a Reddit post that was like, a, it was a joking post about how we had figured out the name of, I think it ended up being Delirium, but we just came up with the most ludicrous conspiracy theory ever about finding out the name of the league. And it was really cool because it, at that point, none of us had ever interacted with Bex like for real. And so she was, you know, doing her thing that she does on Reddit where she, she has like an endless supply of gifts and she had commented the whole thing. It was like, you know, someone sneaking into the bushes and someone like Homer backing away and all those, <laughs> all those like sneaking away gifts. And we were obviously wrong because we made it as a joke. And I feel like that was the spiritual like predecessor to Badger's PI videos that he, that he put out. And it was just, I, we love that. And I, that's the one thing I really, really miss in the lead up to a new league. And then what about PoE2? Like, are you, is PoE2 something that you're excited for? Just sitting around waiting for? Do you care? Like, where, where are you at with PoE2? I'm terrified of it. I, I'm, I'm picturing from a build guide writer's perspective, 
<laughs> like what, what I'm remembering is every time someone says PoE2, what I think of is the stress that I went through when they introduced cluster jewels. And it almost made me, it, I, I almost with cluster jewels, I almost stopped updating the guide. I was like, this is the end. Like this, it can't be done now. There's no way to do it. <laughs> I, I had the cluster jewel. So Delirium League was the first league I've ever not had a guide update ready at launch time. It was just impossible. And now I'm looking at how much is going to be just new and changed in PeeWee 2. And again, it's a weird position to be because I'm excited for the game. I'm excited for all the new players that are going to come in and, and play it. I'm terrified for <laughs> for trying to do content and guides like specifically. It's it's a scary It's a scary thing. I'm really excited for it. And I'm hoping that I don't know if I want to try to just be like the, you know, everyone that still plays PoE one, just check out this guide or, and, you know, maybe stick with PoE one type stuff, or I'm sure I'm not, I'm sure I'm going to go and hop in and try to make the first popular crossbow build or whatever, whatever those two is spears. And was it crossbows? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm sure, I'm sure I'm going to be trying out, you know, I'm going to try to be the, the guy that's making, you know, cold dot crossbows or something stupid, but I'm excited for it. So you told us you were on another podcast. It's coming out, I think, the same day. What was that one? Do you want to? Sure. Paint that yeah. One out? So that was like it was actually. I think it was like an hour on stream before uh, you mentioned being on on this one too. So that was a weird day. But oh, um, nice. yeah, it was. So that was the we recorded on Monday, and I think it's coming out basically the same time this one is. It's the Gamerhood podcast. Um. So it's it's not Poe specific, but I think in maybe fifteen episodes or so, I think I'm the second. POE person specifically has had on, but it's basically a podcast focused on dads who game or stream or like basically dads who do any type of video game content or, or game. So yeah, that was, that was pretty fun. It was a lot more uh, focused on like fatherhood in general, like, you know, what tips for other people trying to find time to play if they're dads, like what, how do you work it into your, you know, your everyday life? What does life look like in the average day? So it was, it was, uh, it was a lot of fun. And what was it called? Uh, the, uh, the Gamerhood podcast. Sweet. And uh, where else can people find you? Oh, man. I got a whole lot. The, the best place Go that it. I've gone to now is the Discord. That's the biggest one. Like, we have a borderline unmanageable amount of people now, but in a good way. We've, we're at like, it's like 2,500 people in there now. I'm actively, I actually put an application up for a new role called Helper in there because right now the ratio of members to mods is like six or 700 to one. Like it's, it's absurd. So I've had to add so many things, just this league. That's what I've spent days and days doing is just updating discord to be usable. So we've added roles and all that stuff. But anyway, the point being discord is the best place. There's so many people in there, so many helpful people. There's links to it in the guide. There's links to it on the, in the Twitch chat commands and all that on Twitch. Like I said, everywhere, the reason I picked my name is because you can, if you just Google Shack central on any, well, Google it or search for it on any platform. I'm going to be the person that shows up. So I literally have a Facebook group. I've got a Twitter page. I've got, uh, we got the guide itself, which I believe is the first result that pops up if you Google Shack Central. I hope at this point it is. And uh, I thought it was Shaker Central. Oh my gosh. (laughs) (laughs) Shouldn't have said anything. Uh, But yeah, it's, that's really any, any, I'm Shack Central literally everywhere. I think Instagram is the only thing I haven't gotten into because I don't just don't see a reason for that, but. Shack Central's Vortex for everyone is the, that's the, I've heard that's the place to be. We'll have the links down below too for everybody. Oh, thank you. I will say I've been pushing a lot of people on the build subreddit over to, over to, uh, this, this record of days guys builds. They're, they're pretty good. 
it's going two ways. I was actually going to ask because uh, I had a I had a Vortex CI build for a while too, but uh, I, I like yours. I'm, I think I'm just gonna, if you're all right with it, just link your build in my guides. If you're all right with I that. actually was think I, so. You are now officially mentioned in my guide as well because um, I just updated this week. There's now like we had a, actually almost a bit of fighting I had to solve in the Discord because we're now at the point where there's different people playing like different variants of the build and kind of arguing which ones are better. So that's been a weird thing to kind of manage. But um, what it's led to is now when you go low life, I've listed like four different total ways to set up your, your like links. And one of them is completely automated. Um, I think I called it the, the um, what do they call it? Like the wrist brace version. And I just mentioned that you should play this if you're a fan <laughs> of, of record of days, but it's basically instead of uh, self-casting like the hex touch curses, it's like putting it all in a blasphemy setup and then using a trigger wand to get all your stuff out. So oh, fun. that's yeah. cool. No, but uh, we'll we'll talk about Lincoln. I think it'd be awesome. Oh yeah, have your CI guide in there. That'd be cool. So, last question for you: uh, You probably already have a, quite a few Path of Exile tattoos, right? Yeah, I'm, I have been. I'm. That's not even a joke. I've had this discussion with my wife. I don't think she's very happy about these <laughs> discussions. Uh, I've got ones. Actually, I'm getting a, I'm getting a drum at the end of this month, uh, and then I'm I'm setting my sights on uh, setting my sights on maybe a little Kataba X or something. You know. Oh, I was going to ask what it was going to be. And you already know. So my original idea was like, I've seen, there's like a semi-popular picture that goes around of just a really, um, again, I try to be very measured when I'm like being recorded or anywhere, but a very interestingly done Katava back piece. And uh, that, that kind of gave me a little pause, but I've seen some really cool stuff. And especially with what you can, like, I, I, I gave a lot of thought to just getting the image of the Shaper MTX Vortex. Uh, somewhere because it's basically that like celestial circle with a hole right in the middle of it. I think it looks incredible, and that would make for a pretty stinking sweet tattoo. That's so I'm getting I'm getting a drum on my forearm, and I thought about yeah, like maybe up on like around a shoulder somewhere that like goes good with a little circle effect. I think that would be pretty sweet for it. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, we'll see. Did you ever check out the black hole effect? Remember before celestial existed, it was black hole for vortex. Yeah. Did you ever check? That I don't out? think I actually. I think I. I don't think I have that one. I went right to. I never got that because I. I actually kind of like the original. Uh, I'm. I'm actually back to using the original in game because it's just a lot more visually clear, especially in ultimatums. I did. I did the shaper MTX for one ultimatum and immediately switched off it. I just couldn't see a single thing. So, uh, yeah, unfortunately. I, I still do the grasping hand cold snap. That is the best MTX in all of POE. But other than that, yeah, I got to go with the original because it's just it's a little more clear. Nice. That's awesome. Well, hey, man, thanks a lot for uh, joining us today. Do you want to join us in After Dark after this? I am in 100%. Sweet. Thank you so much for Woo. joining us. It's awesome. We will have yeah, uh, Shaq's me. information down below so you can find out his Twitch, his Twitter, his Discord, everything. Any link Tyler can find, it's going to be down there. <laughs> <laughs> thank you guys so much for joining us for episode 83 83 of forever exile did i didn't want to be the guest to like tell you what episode it was on your own podcast yeah, sorry. I, was just waiting. I had i was like <laughs> wait a minute what was it again <laughs> i appreciate it though uh anyway thank you guys so much for joining us you uh patrons you can catch us in after dark everybody else will be in episode 84 next week i am justin aka tags tyler record of days and a special guest shack central thanks for having me guys i appreciate it yeah, that's Our awesome. Pleasure. Thanks again, buddy. Uh, you can find out uh, more information down below. Website, foreverxl.com. We are on Twitter, foreverxl82. We've got a Discord. You can find the link down below, as well as any of the information to our Patreon. Peace.
You're getting really good at that. I practice like solid. once a week. Yeah. You practice once a week. <laughs> One, two, three. What changed? We didn't change anything. Ha, 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 ha.